Welcome to Coaching and Cocktails, the podcast. Hey. Hi. Oh God. <laughs> Why did you do it that way? You should have seen Brandy. She literally just jumped out of her chair. Hey, guess what? We're still in our hotel room in um, Chesapeake, Virginia. And guess what? We found out about our hotel. Yeah, we're in a, a hotel room slash halfway house. Yeah, and look, this isn't judgment on anybody who got good for you, right? I, you do but, you. But we have found that there are a bunch of people, men and women, actually, right. I've seen, loitering around this place. Right. We actually saw a group of them barbecuing Out outside of a, of a van <laughs> in the parking lot. And I heard a guy, overheard a guy when I was downstairs getting coffee at like 6 o'clock this morning talking about... So-and-so said, I wasn't in my room by 10 o'clock, so they must have some kind of curfew, so there's yeah. something about it. I haven't asked the front desk. But here's the kind of interesting thing. I think that the area, like we've said, it's a little shady. The rooms are actually quite nice. The hotel is, I mean, it's not a five-star I mean, hotel room, by any stretch of the imagination, but it's, you wouldn't know it from sitting inside of a room. You would just know we're walking in the, in the front door right, with, with a pack the of people standing up people from smoking all day. What is happening? Smoking all day. It's sort of... It's just not so we my have our door scene locked. anymore. No. It wasn't not. definitely my scene at one point. Like, <laughs> I don't think hanging outside of a hotel smoking was ever my scene. Just loitering outside of a hotel? What? I don't know. What, do you have a story to tell? Well, I'm just thinking, like, we stood around a lot of places smoking <laughs> and loitering. <laughs> so, I feel like you're lying a little think bit. I ever loitered. I don't You're not, I'm not loitering. I'm actively smoking. <laughs> and I belonged there. Isn't I belong it only there. loitering if you don't belong there? But I guess these people no, I belong think loitering. There. I don't know. Well, so, yeah, everybody text in the definition of loitering. So know. the point is we're in a halfway house. We're checking out tomorrow. But we just spent the whole day <laughs> at shows, at one show and then virtually at a second show. Yep. So we were at the OCB Apex Natural in um, Norfolk. I guess it was Norfolk. Um Yep. And uh, we had our athletes did really, really well. We're super. So, super shout out to Beth. Beth, Anne Marie, and Nancy. Nancy. You guys did amazing. And uh, Gloria for coming all the way here to yes. support the team and Brandy and I. And um, yeah, the, girl, the girls did amazing. Um, it was some pretty tough competition ish. Mm-hmm. And that's so that's kind of what we're going to talk about exactly. today. Exactly. So, we decided. So, we thought today would be a good time to talk about. Deciphering what? what you're seeing on the stage. Called what the fuck am yeah, I looking at? What am I looking at? Because, you know, we've watched, I mean, Tina, you've watched one million shows. Yes. And some of it's second nature, but sitting with people who don't do this routinely come to realize you can look up there and there's a lot of questions of, well, why did that person win? Why did that person lose? Why is that person doing that? Why, why is that are the judges up there? Why are the what judges is happening moving right that now? person there? Why are yeah. the judges not moving that person? Right. Why did the judges leave? Maybe in a corner. Right, right, right. Like, and who is that? And what's happening? And I'm scared. What's happening? So, Why is she posing that way? Right. right. What's wrong with her tan? Why does her hair look like that? Right. And we're we're only we're going to talk about it from a women's perspective. So sorry if sorry guys, we're going to kind of talk about it. Yeah, I don't think there's any guys, so it's fine. Um. So let's just start with the top. I'm going to call them mistakes, but the top. Mm-hmm weird things that you routinely see on stage that if you're a regular person off the street and you fell into a bodybuilding show and you're watching that you would see and be like, what the fuck is happening here? What the fuck am here? I looking at? And I I'll, thought this was a bodybuilding I'll say, show. I'll say one right off the top okay, go for is it. tans. 
the, one of the biggest mistakes new people, I'm assuming Brandy people. Brandy is so bothered by the tan oh of my this girl God. at the show today. But please, continue. So there was a, yes. So this show today, there were two people who were red. And when I say red. It was Hellboy red. It, I mean, it looked like was the straight out of Hellboy red. The strangest thing I've ever I'm not gonna lie I've life. actually never seen that color and I've been to a lot of I mean, fucking it, shows it, is, it wasn't I've never seen tan, that color right it wasn't tan with a tinge of red this is somebody who painted themselves red so I will tell you backstage so the lighting on this particular so mm-hmm. so but this is something you have to think about right so the lighting on the stage because what was interesting is that when you were looking at the competitors on stage, a lot of the tans looked green. The the tans yeah. from the spray tan were green. When you took a picture it of it, they didn't look green. So it had to do with the lighting, and mm-hmm. it was kind of like. And I'd seen this at another show before, and I think it was like it was like it was like a blue something had to, yeah. it was like, there was like a blue yeah. light, right? So it had some. It was something to do with the stage lights, and it was it was actually a beautiful stage. Right. The lighting was fantastic. Um, but when that this particular girl, when I saw her backstage. Yes, it did. It definitely had like a mahogany, more of like it, it wasn't yeah. like brown or gold. It was mahogany, and I will say the one tanning product I know that has a mahogany undertone is uh, Liquid Sunrays, but I've never seen it this that red. red. So I think that there are so many new products on the market now. I don't even know who's using what anymore. But it wasn't as red backstage as it was right. on stage. The problem was the stage lights were definitely changing people's colors because. So there was definitely something. Oh, and you know what the other? You know what I think the other thing might be. You know how? And you know in auditoriums that do performances, there's all those different colored lights. Yeah. So you, have you ever looked at the, mm-hmm. the lights like above a stage in a like a right where they, a theater? Right. So it could have been something in those colored lights, ref, you know, changing the colors because okay, the girls' suits. So. It like, was bad. So the red the suits, suits looked very bright. The red suits looked beautiful, but the green suits looked blue. Right. So I have a feeling there were blue lights. That would make sense. Right. That was hitting off of these tans. So, but the point is... Yeah, if you'd walked in off the street today and looked at the line of girls up there, everybody was a different color, and you would think it's like some weird version of the Blue Man group going on. It was, it was kind of crazy. And so with tans... So what I usually recommend to competitors... Is to use the show spray tanner. Mostly because I would say three, I would say 50 to three quarters of the people are going to use the show tan. So everybody should be mm-hmm. kind of sort of the right. same so, color, so, same tone. Yeah. So if you look weird, everybody, everybody else looks, looks the same kind of weird. But if you're the only one who used the tan mm-hmm. that has mahogany undertones and it was super, super dark and now you look mm-hmm. red and everybody else looks sort of greenish, right? Right. It really, it's it really obvious. starts to stand out. Right. Um, so there's, there's that aspect of it. The other problem is that I, I don't, the, the show spray tans were not great. I mean, the, they were strange. Uh, they were a little, it wasn't the best I've ever seen. Right. Um, fortunately, I think for, like I said, it was kind of green under the, sta- they were definitely green backstage. Yeah. And green, when you visually looked, when we took pictures, it, it kind of changed. But, um, uh, yeah, so. But you got to be careful, right? Like, you can't be the one that's like, oh, let me use this whole other tan thing. Because if your tan's the right. one tan that looks completely different than everybody else's tan, it's not about let me stand out in a good way. It's, oh, my God, now you stand out and not, not necessarily in a good way. I mean, it, it, to me, in the audience, 
these two red people were so distracting. I don't know how you could even see their physique through it. Yeah. Now, clearly the judges did because they placed mid-pack, so whatever. But it looked very weird. The flip side of that mm-hmm. is if somebody comes in way too light. Yes. And that, I think, I don't know which is worse. But anything you do, <sighs> Too I think, light, too dark, too splotchy, too shiny. It's it all. It will, right. Every little bit of it can throw off, can completely throw off your physique. Right. Right, and yeah. become distracting, mm-hmm. and yeah, accentuate things you don't want it to accentuate. So that I think is a real obvious one, and I get a lot of questions about that from people who are not in this world. You know, like what's this tanning about? Why does this person look white, and this one's red, and this one's green, and this one's bronze, yeah. like the Oscars? And lots of what people the fuck is happening here? Oh God, the good old dream tan. Right, right. So you know, you have to. And, and some of it's out of your control. If you're using the show tanner and they don't have a lot of experience or it's not a good product, you know, you're kind of SOL. But, uh, yeah, so tanning. So, yes. so, yeah, so so that's one thing. And, and kind of how this whole conversation came about is, you know, Brandy was sitting with one of our new competitors mm-hmm. during the show. And, she, and Brandy was like, you know, every time we go to one of these shows, because yeah. I'm always backstage and running back and forth and she's kind of hanging out in the audience and, Usually, there's new competitors that yeah. are sitting around or are new athletes, and they're like, what's well, what that? about that? And what's that? And what, what just happened what? here? And so we're why like, that? hey, why don't we yeah. talk about that on the podcast yeah. today? Yeah. Um, so what was another thing you saw today? Well, another one of my favorite oh, things. Oh, wait. I do have to say, we had another show today, too. So there were two we shows today. Yeah. Oh, so we off. physically went to one. Mm-hmm. And then um, our client, Angela Andrews, she competed at the uh, IMBA, PMBA, Michigan State Pro-Am. It looked amazing. And she looked absolutely amazing. We were watching a live stream, and they used weird fucking smoke on the stage. So I don't know what the hell. I mean, it was hard to see anything. Um, but she did great. She um, she placed very well. We were super excited about her, too. But, yeah. So, yeah. so that's going to play into this conversation right. as well. Yes. 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 So what's your right. next one? Okay, so what the next, next one question? is probably a two-parter, and it's where you were going. One of my favorite questions to answer when I'm sitting in an audience is, does that person have a disability? Are they injured? That sounds mean. Or, but, the, but sometimes you really don't know. You, yeah. You don't know, is that person hurt? Do they have a limp? We're talking about posing. Or, or is it their first time in their shoes? Right. And I would say that's probably one of the most frequent things in the audience. You're looking up and you're like, and sometimes I can't answer. I'm like, I don't know. That person might be injured like maybe she has a blister and that's why I'm she's walking like that not sure i'm not sure what's maybe happening maybe she likes clydesdales and that's why she's and unfortunately like i think that. a lot of the time it's people who put their shoes on for the first time as they're about to walk across the stage in their underwear in front of a hundred people yeah and so it's not you've a good got walk. to practice in your shoes practice 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 walk around the house i mean that that's like, but i mean it's the number one rule of thumb practice so that you are as comfortable in your shoes as you are in your tennis shoes. Barefoot. Yeah, absolutely. Period. You need to be able to, you could, you should be able to run a marathon in those things because if you needed to. there is nothing worse than watching somebody come out on stage and either the Clydesdale walking, like mm. it's the first time they've ever had shoes the on The shoes are like too big on them or, or they're something. they're shuffling because they, they think they're going to fall down. Or yeah. there's limp, weird limping involved. Um, and it's painful to see because oftentimes it's people who otherwise are competitive. It's, it's, physically painful to watch it is and as a posing coach and having gotten my started my started you my started start, <laughs> i got my started as a posing coach it's the canned wine <laughs> i got my start as a posing coach it is literally physically i have a 
visceral, physical reaction mm-hmm. when I'm watching things on stage. And I see people with amazing physiques that are, it just, it's just cringeworthy and it's painful. And cause look, I I've said it before. It's in our book. We've probably talked about it in the podcast before. Great posing will accentuate your physique. Yep. Shitty posing can absolutely fuck right. up a beautiful physique. So great yes. posing could actually enhance yes. a not so perfect physique. Whereas right. shitty posing can absolutely fuck up a perfect physique. I mean, cause if you just think about it, like forget the judges. If you just think about it from a regular person sitting in the audience, right? Like what they find visually attractive. Nobody finds somebody up there who's flailing or looking stiff. Looking, looking like, like they're, they're going to fall they're down. They're bent over enough to get yeah. fucked or trying to take a shit or ride a horse. Right. right. Or you're gonna, you look like, like, if you're in the audience thinking like, oh God, I or hope this scarecrow. Girl. If you yeah. can see me right now, the scarecrow. Okay, imagine the scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz and he's up on its pole and his arms are like yes. out, like bent. I've seen that on stage. It's not, I'm not, today. I'm not pretending. <laughs> I saw that today. I saw somebody look like, I saw a figure competitor with her feet five feet apart and she was looked like she was going to take a shit. And, or she was, you know, I've seen bikini competitors that are bent over so far. It's right. like, hey, big boy, just come, it's like, like ram on in there. Let's go. So, right? So, uh, ladies. Right. Fucking. Okay, look. I'm not saying you have to come work with me. I am a good posing coach. But I'm not saying you, don't just watch YouTube and think, because right. look, here's the thing. I've had wonderful women come into my studio and they say, well, I've been practicing with YouTube. And so what I always start with is show me what you've been practicing. Right. And what, what they see and what they right. end up doing must be two completely different things. Cause I hope that's not what they actually saw on YouTube. Right. So you really need a professional to help you pose for your physique, mm-hmm. right? Not for your bodybuilder coach. Who's never Right. Pose as a bikini competitor, right? You've got to be careful. You got, and it, it's not, and you can't pose like everybody else poses. I just had a, I had a really cute girl in my studio that came for posing last weekend, and she was trying to do this prancy walk and other stuff. That hey, and look, it works for some for competitors. Some it works really well. That's yes. that's their body flow. It works great. Right. And I was like, how about you show me what your your actual yeah. walk is? So right. let's start with that, and not the like, right? Uh-huh. So, um. Ladies, I, I cannot emphasize enough. Beautiful posing will accentuate a not so perfect right. physique. Right. Shitty posing can completely fuck up a beautiful physique. So you you yep. just got to you've got to got to got to get help. What you're looking at in the mirror, what you see on YouTube, is not what you should be doing. And you know, as a new competitor or somebody who's interested in the sport, and you're looking at a lineup, the question I always get, like today, there was five up there. Four were doing, I have no fucking idea what. And Gloria next to me is like, well, I don't understand. Which one's right? What are they doing? Who's right? And, you know, you could just say, well, look at that. And, you know, those who look weird, that's weird, right? Right. And I think a lot of people have in their mind with bodybuilding is you do these weird, awkward poses and that's what you're supposed to be doing. It should look very natural. Right? It it should look natural from bikini to figure to women's physique. Um, everything you do should look natural. Right. It's not going to feel natural if, you know, to right. a competitor who's doing it, but it should look natural. Right. So even the most uneducated eye, if you're looking at something and going, wow, that looks strange, it's wrong. It's wrong. It is All right. Posing. Right. Posing's another. Tan. Posing. What's next? 
Oh, man. How so, about conditioning? <laughs> I was going to say, like, do you want to talk about booties? Oh, for the love of God. Should we talk about conditioning overall, or are we just going to talk about ass? Let's just see where it goes. <laughs> you start. <laughs> I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk about conditioning overall. Well, so right? okay, so, so let me frame the question. Yes, now. frame the question. So, Today was an ass show. Well, and so the question could be like, why? And not, that doesn't mean everybody wasn't ass, but right, everybody had, right. there was a lot of ass on stage. And the question could be, I don't understand why did that girl place over that girl, right? So there's obviously the letter of the law, the way the rules are written and how people should be judged. But then there's a lot of nuances, right? There's a lot of nuances to it. Law, the, the letter of the law, the letter of the rules. The, Wait, no, you're 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 a hundred percent accurate. <laughs> They're not followed in any way, shape, or form. But there's usually a it, when you there's dig, a standard when you there's a standard, mm-hmm. and when you actually analyze what happened, there's right. usually some sort of trend. There's, yes, so there's talk about an like talk about the explanation for today. All right. So, in reference to what what I saw today's show, and in my defense of why I think I'm qualified to say this, right? I have been doing this for a long time. I have judged a lot of shows, promoted shows. I've been a person coach for a long time. I've seen a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. right? So I do feel like I'm qualified in this area. So in today's show, we saw the trend of, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I mean, granted, it's been a half a year since we've been at shows. I mean, it's been about a good, you know, six, eight months, right? Since we had shows from last year, but I, I don't think I've forgotten I don't think I've forgotten. You don't think you forgot I don't think I forgot it. everything. I don't think I forgot how to do it. But I've never seen, look, on a bikini p- competitor in particular, yes, bikini competitors need to have glutes. That is not, that is a true statement. It is a big part of being mm-hmm. a, a bikini competitor. But they also need to be balanced top to bottom, right? So there is, and this is true in any division of bodybuilding, symmetry is like number one. We're talking about balance top to bottom, side to side, front to front, right? So whether you're a a male bodybuilder and you're too big on the top, too small on the bottom or whatever, we need need balance top to bottom. So what I saw today was a lot of ass. And I'm not even, and it wasn't even necessarily bad. But there were, uh, there were, and I'm not going to say glutes. I saw ass. I saw big, there were big bubble, bubbly booties. No, they were beautiful butts. I, again, it's, again, there was nothing wrong with the butts in but particular. They glutes. But they weren't balanced with the upper bodies. I saw very small upper bodies with very little muscle in the upper bodies. A lot of ass. And I'm going to say kind of middle of the road conditioning. Right. And, and yes, bikini is not supposed to be ripped to shreds. No, 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 no. But when we talk about top to bottom, when things are supposed to be symmetrical, that, that also goes to conditioning, right? Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be ripped to shreds in your upper body with an ass like a Mack truck. Right. Right. Um, because that means you didn't diet long enough. You right. just needed to go, you needed to go a little bit longer so that your ass caught up with your upper body. Right. right? But I saw a lot of small upper bodies, big bubble butts. So, here's what happens. So, if you are then a competitor that comes in and, and does have more upper body, some butt, not a giant bubble butt, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you start to look out of place. Right. So, what I tell competitors all the time, the number one thing, what you look at will look like will change when you get on yes. stage next to the other competitors, right? So, the way you look in my studio, in pictures, or, you know, or on this, on a whole other stage. Right. Your look will change when you get on stage. So the look today 
was big butts. Yes. I like big butts. Those judges yes. like big butts and nobody lied. So if you came in maybe more balanced, right. but with a smaller booty, you looked out of place. Right. And that's kind of what I was seeing today. Today was def- the theme was definitely smaller upper bodies, really big butts. Right. Um, the butts were not bad, but I would not say, I'm not saying glutes because I didn't actually see a lot of glutes. No, I they saw were, butts. They were nice butts. They were cute butts. Look, I am a butt girl. Yeah. I have a big butt. I have I no butt. Lie. I have a big butt. I've always had a big butt. I love booties. I love women with booties. But in today's show, it was a little more over the top than I think I've seen. It was in a, a little time. more back to like mainstream, sexy kind of look. Over conditioned athletes, because I them. because there's this huge obsession now, right, with these giant butts, right, from Kim Kardashian to I don't get it. Lil Kim to Cardi B, Cardi B, and Cardi and, C, and, and fucking <laughs> butt implants, and and I don't get and it, and and it's these little tiny bodies and these like really giant butts. So everybody's working on their butts, ladies. Please, by all means, work on your butts. But the shit's got to be balanced from top to bottom. Yeah. It, I mean, it was real... Well, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the butts we were looking at were genetic butts. They were implants. These were not... But, I mean, I mean these are, were not from the gym working hard to develop those glutes and hamstrings. These were women... These were not women like me that had no butts and then developed those butts. Because... They naturally had good butts. I, I, I think some of it was, was genetic. I mean, I definitely think these were, like, naturally bootylicious women. Right. Um... But, you know, women are working very hard. I mean, you sure. know, people are hip thrusting their ways into, like, you know, thank you, Brett Contreras, for, you know, <laughs> for all the booties, right? For, yeah. for But um, because I didn't see a lot of conditioning on right. the backside. That's what I'm trying to get to. To me, yeah. So, so yeah. So, so that was sort of the theme of today, and then I think kind of going to that conditioning, right. right? So let's let's go into that being the next biggest mistake, right? So not being balanced top to bottom, and people ask me all the time, "What does conditioning mean?" And I think we talked about this in our um, maybe in our peak peak right. one or one one of those, um, but it's that balance top to bottom. You need to have muscle top to bottom, right? Your top needs to match your lower body, your side side front front. Um, so you shouldn't have giant shoulders and no legs. You shouldn't have all legs and no shoulders. Right. You shouldn't have a giant back and no quads. Right? right. I mean, just like you got to have it all. But you also need to be lean enough to see the muscle, but that's not conditioning because people always ask me the, di- the difference between being lean and being conditioned. So being lean, I could I could just like diet the fuck out right. of look, Amer- Okay, you want to know lean? Look at a marathoner. Marathon, yeah. like elite marathoners are lean as fuck. Right. Right. But they're stringy looking, right? right. They don't I mean, always necessarily have a lot of muscle, right? right. So what we're talking about with, the, with conditioning is your muscle. So one, you need to have low enough body fat levels to see the muscle. And then the muscles need to be full of glycogen and water and sodium and all the mm-hmm. things that make muscles full so that they press against the skin and they look nice and full. So you have big round shoulders, not little flat stringy shoulders, right? right. So so that's where conditioning comes into play. And I'm not going to go into de- details of like bikini versus figure versus whatever because we've talked about that in other podcasts. But conditioning for your class. Yeah. And today I didn't see a lot of that. No. And, you know, I'll just go real blunt on probably one of the biggest questions that would come out of today if you were – a first timer watching the show is why are there so many fat people on stage? 
not fat because of fat, fat for the stage. Fat for the stage. Nobody that was on stage was fat. They were not conditioned enough. No, uh, nobody, they, were not, they were not overweight. Let's be careful with the word fat because I don't want to. There was nobody that was fat. There were people who had too much body fat right. to be on stage. Uh, they were too much body fat to meet the standard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my answer to that, and there was a significant number today. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to something we talk about all the time that I don't think competitors get it till they see it is one, you have to be way leaner than you think. Yep. And two, it takes way fucking longer than you think. And we yep. sat there looking at probably five girls and said, those girls all have potential in a year. They were a year out or from 10 pounds stage. or 20 pounds. There was a, needed more muscle. They had beautiful shape. I would needed say more muscle. a big chunk of them were about 20 pounds away. So yeah. we're talking six months at least to even get to a point to see what you'd need to develop for the physique. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt like there is a significant number today and if you if you were just watching it would be hard to understand well what are we looking at well i thought this was a bodybuilding competition right why are but that chick looks like a normal person off the street and this chick looks shredded like a bodybuilder and what the fuck is happening right and the reality is people get on stage before they're ready right and if everybody shows up on stage and is off in some kind of way the judges have no choice but to try to pick Right. The, the least. The least worst. Right. Or the best. And you know. <laughs> the, the least best. So the there, best was a, there was a girl today on stage who was significantly not ready. Mm-hmm. I would say 30, 35 pounds a year away. And, you know, Gloria asked me, like, well, I don't understand that. Why would she be up there? And the hard part about the sport is mm-hmm. I have a feeling she has probably come a long way. Yep. She has probably lost a significant amount of weight, made a lot of changes, done a lot. But what sucks about the sport is we don't know the story behind it. Right. So you are just looking at somebody who does not fit in or does not meet the standards of what they're being judged. Right. And so as a spectator, I do think it's important to kind of consider, you know, there's probably more to the story. Like nobody got up there on purpose to be fat. I I think occasionally people just fuck off and do it. But for the most part, there's usually more to the story. Right. A hundred pound weight loss, but you still had 40 more to go or whatever. And you did it as an accomplishment. And as a coach in the sport, and that's, I mean, it's hard. It's me. hard. So for, for the person who is an athlete who considers, who does want this to be considered a sport and wants people to look at it seriously, like a sport, there is no other sport where you can go mm-hmm. in and not actually be athletically up well, to right. par and do it. You can't head out for I a marathon only fucking, ready to run six miles. I can't go. Because you're not going to finish. Because, because I played a couple rounds of fucking right. football. Go to the NFL. Right. Or, you know. Because yeah. I enjoy playing fucking football on the weekends. I can't whatever. play basketball because I'm two feet tall. Right. Right. So this is. That's a good point. This is the only quote unquote sport. And that's why a lot of people don't consider it a sport. One, because it's not based on performance. But two, anybody can do it. Now. On the flip side, the great thing about this sport is anybody can do it, right? And I love hearing the stories of people that lost 300 pounds. Right. There was a girl on stage, and she actually looked beautiful. And she had, like, a breast cancer survivor. And so this, she's not actually one I'm talking about. She actually thought she looked great. Had 30 30 surgeries, and was a breast cancer survivor, and she retired from the Navy, and she was beautiful. I love those stories. I love the stories behind it. 
but unfortunately, it still is a sport. I'm not talking about her because she actually looked like she belonged. But on the flip side, just because you lost 100 pounds, if you have 50 more to go, this isn't right. uh, To me, the sport is not where you go because I want it to be taken seriously. Well, and there are people who get up there just to get up there. Yes, I don't advocate that necessarily. I don't know. You know, I could see it a little bit other either way. I see it on both sides, which is what makes it hard for me. But I, I think as a spectator, as a new competitor, when you're watching a show and you see people up there that do not belong, it's either, one, they were caught really off guard. They didn't understand what they needed to do. Right. They are getting up there just to get up there. Right. Or there's a backstory, you know, that makes it fit, but you're just never going to know that. Right. But the answer to the question is no. Technically, by the rules of the or, or the competitive, the competitive rules of the sport. No, you should not be up there. Yeah, right. But anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. Yeah, but it can be very confusing. <laughs> yes, very confusing. Sometimes. So, so, so the mistake, right? So, if we're going, you know, we talked about tanning. We talked about posing. We talked about conditioning. Talked mm-hmm. about you're right. So this is kind of what we're talking about. If you think you need to lose ten, you probably need to lose thirty. <laughs> I mean, yep. you're you I need agree. to lose way more than you actually think, and right. that and it, and this goes back to our conversation we've had a thousand times. You can't do it in twelve weeks. You can't do it in sixteen. Right. Sometimes you need fifty. Yep. Right. I mean, I know people that have, years. It takes a long time. Yeah. All right. So conditioning. What's the next one? I'd say the another big one is, but there's girls up there without big boobs. Yeah. So I will say today I didn't see as many big boobs as I usually do. No. And I feel like that fad's kind of out, don't you? I hope so. I hope that with the breast implant illness making such a big headline for a while that a lot of people were turned off to getting gigant, you know, getting mm-hmm. breast implants. I know I personally turned at least three or four people off from getting them mm-hmm. at all. Um, and, I, you know, I got mine taken out. But you don't have to have big boobs. Right. Like, I, I mean, I don't – we didn't have a single client on stage today that had implants – and uh, pads in your suit do wonders. You cannot fucking tell, right? right. Like, they, you know, the, everybody up there was an itty-bitty titty committee. And, yeah. you know, it was just like, put pads in the suit. That's all. I, that's what I did before I had implants. And you couldn't tell. I mean, right? I feel like in the ni- late 90s and early 2000s, people were very obsessed with boobs. Like, back mm-hmm. in the Jerry Springer days. Oh, yeah. Like, people were obsessed with boobs. Well, and that's kind of stuck. It, well, the- so here's what can happen with boobs, right? So I have seen... I've seen women with very muscular physiques and absolutely no breast tissue whatsoever who want to compete and, like, maybe figure, because they shouldn't be that muscular in bikini. I can see where it can occasionally enhance the physique. Occasionally. I mean, again, like, just from an aesthetic but, perspective, it can. But it can definitely take away. I have seen more often, so what I've seen more often than not is... Too big. Like, I, if I see the boobs coming on stage right. two minutes before the body comes mm-hmm. on stage, and it's, like, this little tiny girl with these, like, yeah. I mean, it's just boobs out to, like, who knows yeah. where. I'm going to tell you what. It is absolutely distracting. Yeah. It absolutely takes away from your physique. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't care if you do a bikini figure or fucking otherwise. Um, 
Here's another place where, and, and people don't realize, where implants take away from a figure physique in particular. Mm-hmm. So some women with very muscular chests or how yes. their implants, so their implants go to the sides. I wish you guys could see me. Mine, mine do that. Your impl- so if you were to get into a, uh, a figure pose, yep. if your implants push to the sides, they're going to cover your lats. Mm-hmm. And so though implants that sit far wide mm-hmm. instead of narrow on your chest are actually going to take away from lats. It happens all the time. Like, I've even shown pictures to Eric. Like, you know, I show him, like, progress pictures of clients, and he's like, you can't see your lats. I'm like, I got no control over where fucking implants go. Right. Like, I I mean, because implants are going to fucking go. Like, a boob? I can, we can, we can kind of put those boobs where they need to go. But implants, you can't fucking tell them where to go. Because, you know, so. I think people expect to see. just something you got to be careful with. I think one thing people are surprised is, they expect to see something that looks like a wet t-shirt contest. And when they don't see a bunch of playboy looking models, it surprises people. Ass and titties. Right. I think it's surprising. from from the election. It's a movie. From the election. Not this election. The Trump one? Yeah, (laughs) I believe you. I believe you. No, it's a movie with uh, Zach Galifianakis. (laughs) Zach Galifianakis? Yeah. And, and and somebody's playing like in a it's like they're in a car and they have the the music pumped up and it's just like ass and titties ass and titties. I've never seen it. I believe. <laughs> anyway, all right. What's the next one? Boobs. <laughs> that was the last one. Hair and makeup. And this is one where I feel like I'm super judgy on stuff. You're super judgy anyway. <sighs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> But there's always a lot of questions like, Mm -hmm. well, like, what is this and why is that and who's that and what's the best, what's the best way to wear my hair? How should we do it? And like, she doesn't look like she has any makeup on and yada, yada, yada. And I feel like the hair makeup is really important for a couple reasons. Obviously, aesthetics is important. You should also feel good about yourself. Yes. And it's a quick win. So... It's not the time to try a new weird thing. And I I do not like looking at weird things on stage. Like, I don't want to see a peacock mohawk or bright red hair. No. Nope. No. So or, so let's touch on that for a moment, right? So let's touch on the hair, mm-hmm. right? Since you brought it up before we go into the makeup. Because these are things I've seen people, they're like, oh, well, my suit's red. So let me get jumpy, oh. these bright red extensions or... Oh, my suit is blue. Let me do a blue I mohawk. It. I hate it. And it just, it, again, it, it, so everything about being on stage should be about enhancing your physique, not taking away right. from it. And so if you have hair that's too crazy, yes. it's going to take away from your physique. Your makeup's too crazy. Your tan's too crazy. Your posing's crazy. Your shoes are yes. crazy. I'm going to, yeah. don't oh, let yeah. me forget to talk about mm-hmm. shoes. Um, your shoes are crazy, your jewelry's crazy, your po- whatever. Everything should flow right. from your head to your toes. Right. Nothing should stand out. Your elbow shouldn't be jutting out to the side. Your hair shouldn't be bright red. Your your tan shouldn't be red, bright red. Right. You know, you shouldn't have a necklace on because it's going to cut you off at the yeah. neck. And you shouldn't yes. wear an anklet. And you shouldn't wear a belly chain. You shouldn't wear all kinds of right. weird shit that right. I've seen. Okay? So everything needs to, even suits... Yes. All right. And then don't let me forget to talk about suit cuts because that's another mistake people make. Right. So the hair, you know, it shouldn't be too flat. Shouldn't be too big. It's got, right. So you have to kind of find this perfect balance of 
does it need to be giant pageant hair? No. Right. But if you have really thin hair that sort of sticks flat to your head, that's not going to look great either, right? right? So you got to, maybe you need to do a halo or extensions to give it a little fullness because you can't have, because look, as a competitor, if you're in the right condition, you're going to be a little emaciated. You're going to kind of look a little bit like a skeleton or a crackhead. Right. So the last thing you want is your hair to be like matted to your face. We saw a couple of those today. There were two girls. And and it really took away. And they had great physiques. And their hair looked like they didn't do their hair. It looked like they came in out of, a, of the rain, and it was just like which to their head. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Right, there. so you gotta you gotta play with it. You gotta find a style that's. But you don't work, have to have right? long hair. Like there no, it some, doesn't have to be long. I saw some really cute short hair. Short hair. Mm-hmm. You know. Our client Angela, she rocked a cute. You know, right. Super cute. She's a tiny girl. To begin with, she's like mm-hmm. five two, and she rocks. A, but she rocks a mohawk, a curly little mohawk on the right. But it has to be your thing, right? It has, has to, to be, be your thing. thing. Yep. So, yeah, that so that's can be, that can be a big question. Mm-hmm. Makeup is another makeup thing. same thing, and I I feel like the biggest mistake people make is much like you have to get a lot leaner than you think. Is you have to wear a lot more makeup than you think. absolutely like one thousand percent more makeup than you. You normally need to look like wear. a fucking drag queen. You if you look, look in the, the mirror yes. and think, oh, wow, this is really pretty. No. No, you should look in the mirror and be go, like, Jesus Christ. Holy shit, I look <laughs> like a drag queen. Right. Then you know it's ready. Because right? you can't, you get washed out by the lights and you can't see it and there's nothing worse than like sitting in the audience and being like, does that girl have any makeup on? Right. Does she have eyebrows? Because what you don't understand is under the stage light, everything is washed yes. out, right? So, especially if you're blonde and if so that's the other thing too. Like your face should be just one shade lighter yeah. than your tan, not tin. Yeah. Um, so you've got to have that makeup on, like super, super dark. But you also don't want your face to match your body because then you look like you went in blackface and your face is muddy, and that doesn't look right. good either. Um, so, so yeah. So the makeup it's got to be it's got to be enough makeup yeah. and not too much makeup. God, you got to be careful though. Don't put like. Don't put the sparkly things in the corners of your eyes, and then your eyelashes are so. You should see me. I'm doing the snuffleupagus eyelashes. Your eyelashes are so long that I can't see your eyes because it's like, oh, yeah, whatever. So you gotta be careful with that. No weird stuff. There was a girl today with white lipstick on. That was strange. I I saw that backstage and I wasn't sure what was happening. But it's not. That's not the time to try out new looks. No, it's really not. So you gotta try this shit out ahead of time. So let's go to suits. Yeah. So do I have to wear a thong? Diapers only look good on babies. So I should wear a thong. Yes. <laughs> no. Well, but, okay, you don't have to wear a thong, but here's the thing, okay? The trend, right? What is happening now, the suits are very, very small. Right. If you, if everybody else is wearing, and I'll call it, it's like the pro cut, right? So that's kind of like the standard, which isn't technically a thong. It's the one that kind of looks like a butterfly. So we're talking, yeah. so let me talk about bikini for a second. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like a butterfly over the butt, right? So... Um, it doesn't cover a lot of the butt, it more or less, I mean, kind of a thong, but it kind of butterflies over the top of the glutes. That's the trend right now. If you come in in a suit any bigger than that, you look like you're wearing a fucking diaper and it doesn't look great, right? There, I saw, so I actually saw some, some, um, the girl that I probably think ended up winning the bikini overall. I'm not, I'm not hundred percent sure. Her suit was way too big on her butt. Um, way too big. It looked like a diaper. So you have to be careful. If the trend is small, you got to go small. Yeah. Um, and so same thing with figure. You got to go with a really narrow pro cut because yeah. even, so here's the thing. If you think, oh, but I got to cover more of my butt because my butt's big. 
no, 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 the more material yeah. you put on a big butt, yeah. the I worse your butt looks, looks, right? Trust me on this. This goes, the same thing with beach bikinis, ladies. Stop trying to cover up your ass. We're smaller. It looks better. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, it, with figure and bikini, you can't cover, like, half of your glutes because it doesn't yeah. look, and because, again, now, if everybody on stage was wearing that size, okay, fine, great. But if everybody's wearing a fucking thong or the butterfly or the the pro cut and you show up with the fucking diaper cut, it doesn't look good. It's the diaper cut. You might, but that's not going to look good on kids. Diapers only look good on babies. You got to go smaller. In fact, I've actually had uh, several of my clients have have sent suits back to get, you know, they used them in previous shows and I'm like, nope, too big. It's got to, it's got to come down. They're tiny. They're tiny. I could tell you right now, I don't think I could do it. But it's important because yeah. it really does distract from your physique if your suit doesn't fit right. Right. It can't be too big in the top. It can't be too big in the bottom. It can't be too small. It's important. Right. And suit colors. Suit colors make a difference, too. You got to also imagine what it's going to look like on your physique with your hair color and under the stage lights. Right. Exactly. I didn't see any that the suit colors today that really threw me off. Nothing super weird today. There was actually some suit colors. Suits. I saw some. I, so I was. That's why I think. That's where I think the stage lights did some favor because I mean they were. All I, I, I'm almost positive now there was something blue in the stage lights because I think that's why those red suits like, were like bam red. I mean it was yeah. like bright red, um, and I think that's why. Like, because our girls all wore, like, they were like actually teal, teal, but they were completely blue on yeah. stage. So, there's definitely blue lights going on there. So, what's the weirdest thing you have ever seen on stage? Oh, jeez. I caught you off guard. Oh, I could. <laughs> are you going to talk about Key West? Oh, I've seen her in more than Key West. Oh, I've seen I her in OCB shows. Um, I've seen oh, guy. the guy. Okay, so. The so girl. We think. I'm going to go with girl. Um, so there was a woman. I think she's in her 60s. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not going to name any names. She's covered in tattoos. It has nothing to do with that. But I'm just giving descriptors. And in her routines, she comes out. And I kid you not. Like, I mean, she's just like spreading her legs and kicking her legs up in the air. Um, she's using whips. I don't know why anybody allows this to happen. She's, like, crawling across the stage. Um, It's just truly some of the strangest shit I've ever seen. I've seen a woman with a dog in a baby carriage backstage. Also an older woman. Not entirely sure what's going on there. Have you ever seen anybody fall down on stage? I've never seen anybody fall completely to the floor, but I've definitely seen people bobble. I trip. Um, Yeah, I mean, I... I saw a guy once that looked like he quite literally covered himself in shoe polish. Um, it was no tan that I had ever seen before in my life. Um, <laughs> shoe polish. <laughs> like shoe polish. Oh, but it just reminded me. Let me let me talk about shoes for a second. Oh, so the trend right now is shoes that have these bling blingy bottoms. Right, the blingy bottoms. You hate them. I hate them. And I'm going to tell you why. And I like the it. next time you go to a show, I want you to really pay attention. So so rewind to me saying everything from top to bottom needs to flow. The whole reason why we wear clear heels sure. is because we want fluidity from the tippy top of your head to your little itty bitty toes, your fingernails, and all of that stuff. 
The problem with those blingy bottom shoes is they cut you off. It is like, it's like flow, 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 crash, right? That's what it looks like. So the next time you're on a show, really pay attention because that's what we're talking yeah. about. I'm not, no, look, no competitors ever lost because of their shoes. I'm going to tell you that right now. Um, no competitors ever lost because their fingernails were too bright. No competitors, shit, competitors didn't lose today because their fucking posing sucked, right? right? Like, and to me, it should, but it didn't happen. Um, so no. So the things we're talking about aren't necessarily going to make you win or lose. Right. But we're you don't explaining what people want, are seeing. We're explaining what people are seeing, and you just don't want to leave. These are things you just don't want to leave to chance, right? Right. Because if it came down to you and the girl next to you, and you had a, the the judges were like, "Fuck, these girls are like they look exactly alike," well, and there's one little thing that's like. distracting, right? Right? Because look, judges are human. And I, and I tell people all the time, I'm not just a human judge. I'm a fucking judge with ADD. And so if I see something that's, like, distracting as fuck, that's all, now, that's all I've seen. Yeah. That's all I've seen is the distracting thing. I, I can't have eyes on your physique because everything's fucking distracted right. me. Um, so remember that everything, it just should flow from top to bottom. You know, all these, like, little things. So that's my problem with the blingy shoes is because they, they, they really do just sort of, like, cut you off. Um... So just just little things to consider, right? Mm-hmm. Keep your keep your nails and toes neutral. Again, mm-hmm. little things to consider. You don't need, especially look if you got like nine inch nails and they're fucking bright yellow. Yeah, because uh, I've seen I've seen like Edward Scissorhands yeah. on stage, right? Like God bless you, ladies that have nails like that and you can fucking function. Good for you, but don't paint them fucking lime green and then get on stage because. That now we see Edward Scissorhands right. with like the fucking lime green yeah. fingernails. Stop it. I mean, and the reality is, as a competitor or as a spectator, if it looks weird to you, it looks weird to the judges. Right, but it, that might not look weird to them. That might be what they like. But I think a lot of people try to get a little, fi- you know, just like school pictures back in the day, and every, you know, the, you'd always have the kid who like, I did a school picture in my cowboy hat. Right, exactly Why right. did I do that? There I didn't a, need that prop. There's the perfect, my cowboy hat. That's a perfect <laughs> example. I'll post a picture of that. That's a perfect Why example. Why did I need to have, because I wanted that in a dress and a cowboy hat. Right. And, and you, no teeth. And you just take it like a minute too far. <laughs> It's not too far. I mean, it's look, you got to do you, you want to, you know, everything needs to be about making you feel beautiful and glamorous on stage. These are just things coming from professionals opinion, little things you just want to be careful about. Is there anything else you can think of? Nope. I think we deciphered it all. Now, you know, now you know what we know. So what was it? So tan, posing, shoes, suit, hair, makeup. Conditioning. Conditioning. Yeah. Oh, don't have a fucking shitty attitude on stage. Smile, goddammit. Well, I wasn't going to bring all that up. No, I'm not, I'm just, I'm even talking about in the fucking, like, I don't care if you're nervous. Fucking smile. Smile the whole time you're on stage. Smile in your back pose. Smile in front pose. Smile when you're off stage. Just fucking blew a goddamn smile on your face. I mean, you really should just look like you're having the time of your life. Have a good time. And when, you know, when awards are awarded, I don't fucking care where you place, put a fucking smile on your face, and, and then go through your temper tantrum right. later. Right. But don't do that shit on the stage. Right. Ever. Right. Ever. Ever. So I think my bottom line to anybody who's watching a competition and is like, what am I looking at? Is it really basically common sense rules apply? Like, there is no secret hidden formula mostly. You know, there's some nuances, but... 
If people don't look like they belong there, they probably don't. If something looks weird, it probably is, <laughs> right? If you don't like the way it looks, that's probably not right. So trust your instinct when you're you're watching shows or you're doing your own research. Right. Right? There's no, like, weird doesn't win the day. Right. And that that is something to be cautious of when you're doing your own research, you know, because I, I always caution people. They're like, oh, well, I looked up YouTube videos yeah. for, like, posing. But you got to be careful. What if what you're watching on YouTube is the wrong posing, right? right? Or the wrong for your your federation. Right. You got to be careful with that too, because yeah. you got to know the posing for your federation. Or you're interpreting it wrong. You know, there were some weird. What posing. you see and what you do right. are not the same. Well, thing. and you know, like Gloria today, she's like, "Well, I don't understand why that girl would do that posing." And I'm like, there's also a good chance that girl doesn't know she's doing that, right? Like she might pose more normal at home, but she's nervous up there. Yeah, and is getting weird. Like, people get weird under pressure. So... I've done it. I've done some crazy shit under pressure. Everybody does. I've done... I've, and I've gone back and looked at pictures and gone... And you're like, what What, the what f- was I thinking? What was I thinking? Right. right? Right. And the more I tried to fix it, the worse it got. Right. Yep. Yep. I've been there, done that. Some of that's just experience. Yeah. It is. All right. So, I think we deciphered it. So, that, that was it. That's yeah. It. Um, and that's it for you today. So, don't get weird. Use your head. It'll all be okay. Bye. Welcome to Coaching and Cocktails, the podcast.